It's the Brew Ha Ha Podcast. It is Thursday. That means the drive Brew Ha Ha, brought to you by Russian River Brewing and Poppy Bank Epicenter and Victory House. Our guest today, the return of Fal Allen from Anderson Valley Brewing. Fal, always a pleasure, sir. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure to be here. We've also got yeah. Melissa Lucci here, an Italian to an Italian here, Steve. It is hop harvest season. Yeah. Uh, Melissa, great to meet you. Thank you. Alexander Valley Hop Farm. Our area, Sonoma, Mendocino especially, there were a lot of hop farms back then, and then it went away for a long time, and now it's a big deal again. Yeah, we have a great history. That's what's so special about it. Great history. Talk a bit about the history, yeah. So, hops was very popular in the uh, late 1800s into up to almost 1950. when the war happened, we ended up having uh, some poor problems with the soil, and that pretty much decimated crops. At that point, um, I think it was something going for something like six cents a pound. So, oh, wow, wow, yeah, something else grows for a lot more than that up in Mendocino and stuff now. Though <laughs> that's right. I'll, I'll yeah. research <laughs> that. Sense. I have no idea what you're talking about, but but yeah, okay. So how? Uh, did your hop farm come about, and how long ago? So we began in 2019, and we had a piece of property that we just kept mowing. <laughs> it was very long and skinny, and uh, it did not work for farming grapes. So we decided one day to come with a crop that we would grow up. So our rows are very long and skinny on this plot of land where we put it. For those that don't know, hops grow upward and they're called vines instead of vines. So it's in the middle of their, they, they, they grow grapes, like a lot of grapes. They have a big vineyard, but they go, God, how many feet up can you grow? We've got them 18 feet, 18 to 20 feet. They go up the string, which is called quar. And uh, at the top of that is what's called the top wire. And you want to make it up to the top wire by summer solstice. That allows you to be on a growing schedule that uh, when the arms come out and the cones are formed, we're all on track with the summer solstice and the summer season. And then how long does the harvest of hops take and how does that work out? It depends. It varies each year. This year was like all or nothing, quick, boom, boom, boom. Really? Mm -hmm. Um, Other years it's been over uh, late July, August and into September. So I would say about six to eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I went to a fantastic dinner there uh, with Tara Jasper and Natalie from Russian River Brewing. We were pouring cocktails and beer, and then we had dinner among the vines mm-hmm. on this long table. Why are they called binds with a B uh, instead of vines a with one. a V? How do you, do you know? Honestly, I don't know why. That's fine. But Maybe from barley. But her Linda, you yeah. should know this. I know I should know that. Okay. I actually ha- I've gone I've gone hop shoot picking in, in Kent, England before, and nobody okay. did tell me that, and I didn't even think to ask about that. But I will find out. Well, coming up October fourteenth from two to eight p.m., it's the Lost Coast Fresh Hops Festival. <laughs> Talk more about that. So that's going to be very exciting because all of these breweries that are included in that have purchased Chinook hops from our farm and they all went back to their individualized breweries and created a beer and oh, this cool. is where they're going to be celebrating the season. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So explain yeah. what a like a fresh hop beer, either or either you or Fal, because Fal is a brewmaster as well. But like how like how much time do you have to, get, to like pick those and get those into a beer? We have found that you took about if you could have had twenty four hours. So we would pick them early in the morning. We'd get most of our crew in. We'd start picking, and when we hit about a hundred pounds for our eight barrel batch, that's where we cut it off. And they're wet, so that. It's hard to compare the weight between dry hops, which mm-hmm. brewers normally use, and wet hops. But we didn't use them to bitter the beer because they're not very good at that. We used, you know, pelletized hops for that. But we put them in at the end, and they give flavor and aroma. A and it's aroma. a yeah, a lot of aroma. And it's a really unusual, very green aroma. And it's not something you can get with dried hops. I just don't understand the whole hop thing. Well, we're Dried, yeah. wet, and then they all have these weird names. So well, wet, I don't, and I don't fresh, wet and fresh are synonymous. Just think of them as, you know, um, marijuana varieties. That, that'll help. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, no, I can dig that. So are they, are they sticky? Or like, yes, they're okay. related. Yeah. Closely. Right, the Lost yeah. Coast Fresh Hops Festival coming up Saturday, October 14th in Shelter Cove. Yeah. Talk about how people get there and how they get tickets and whatever the hell's going on. I'm not exactly uh, clear how ticket sales are, yeah. but you can go on to um, any of those breweries' websites. Yeah. So Mad River Brewing is a big uh, spearhead. They're owned by the Yurok tribe, the um, brewery. And then we had Eel River Brewing. Remember when we had them on? Um, yeah. So they're part of it, and there's actually a bunch of new breweries that I hadn't even heard of that are going to be there as well. So you can go to the Mad River Brewing website. You can also go to... Six Rivers. Six Rivers. Um, North Spur. Fal, you've brought in a bunch of Anderson Valley beers. Uh, my director and uh, health care advisor... Uh, <laughs> keeps um, making me drink Gatorade. Which of your beers today will go best with a... Uh, <laughs> with Gatorade? With a lemon-lime Gatorade. Um, <laughs> probably probably the Pilsner. I mean, you could make yeah. a shandy out of uh, almost any Pilsner. Okay. Yeah, that might work. Shandy, yeah, yeah. No, I, I was thinking about the Pilsner. Yeah. And I love Pilsner. Yeah, it, you know, it's the world's most popular beer, and uh, we had never made one before, so we thought we'd give it a try. And right. it's actually been making kind of a, a comeback. A lot of people were... IPA obsessed for, I don't know, decade two, and now they're coming to their senses, and I deciding, agree, man. Yeah, <laughs> and deciding that there there are other beer styles out there, and so Pilsner is kind of having a small little, you know, rebirth and uh, becoming much more popular in America than it was. Herlinda, thoughts on uh, everything? Well, right now we're actually having um, a beer from our sponsor, Russian, one of our sponsors, Russian River Brewing, because our other sponsor is Victory House Epicenter. Thank you. A oh, ton yeah. of beers on tap there. Great place. You should get, yeah, get you guys, uh, make sure you guys are in there. So this is the Hop Time um, Harvest Ale, Pale Ale, and it's so fragrant. Delicious. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So Natalie was talking about this on the show when we had our first show when we came here to Wine Country Radio. And I was very excited when you said that you were picking some up to bring down here, Melissa. So t- tell us a little bit about, like, um, did you get, are you participating? Do you go down and, like, see when they're making beer or collaborate or throw no, any hops we were, in? Or? We were in the midst of harvest, but this is made from our Cascade, 
Okay. And um, they started it with Cascade, and then a week later we topped it off with a little bit of Chinook. Mm-hmm. And um, they would have to tell you their exciting methodology, yeah. but um, I do know that it's on draft and in cans at both locations. It's delicious. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. it's fantastic. And then you also brought one. Uh, Stay on your mic. From Barrel Brothers, uh, Hop Cones, the Cones of Dunshire. Yes. 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 So this is on tap at their new uh, location in Windsor, their um, bar and kitchen. And uh, they're also distributing it in cans. We'd love to have them in the studio with some of the food from their new place. And if you can... You know, connect, the they, they were in a long time ago, but we'd love to have them in for the new place. There, Hear that Mike, more food coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Peter Lopez will be in next week while I'm in New York. So, from a juncture and the new Santa Rosa Pizzeria, and he's bringing you calzone. Oh, nice. Am I saying that right? Yeah, yes. calzone. Okay, yeah. make it because some people say the calzone, but I don't it, think it, well, in Italy it's calzone, but calzone. You know, in Brooklyn, where I spent all my summers, it's uh-huh. calzone. So that's where I'll be when you're having the calzone. Uh, uh, Alexander Valley Hops, a commercial hop yard here in Sonoma County. Uh, they specialize in providing brewers with the highest quality hops grown with pride in the incredible terroir of Alexander Valley. And as all my listeners know, I'm reading that from the website. Yes. The website is <laughs> avhops.com. And I'm so happy and have been for the last couple of years to hear that Hop farming and growing is uh, become a thing again here in yeah. our area. It's fantastic. It really means that these brewers do not have to go all the way to Yakima to get fresh hops and yeah. make that turnaround uh, and rush them back. So the um, exciting. hop picking machine was actually invented here in Sonoma County. Yes. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, we talked about the that Don one Hammer, time. Right? Yes, in yeah. Santa Rosa. Yeah, and Vinny made actually from Russian River made a beer called the. Uh, the Don Hauer to in honor of uh, I think it was called the Don Hauer in honor of it. Yeah. And Sal, you brought some beers. I want to taste that coastal beer, yeah. and I want to hear about your Maui because you're from you're from Maui. No, I'm, I'm from of. the Big Island. I grew yeah. up on the Big Island, um, but have close ties to you know the state. And they Maui Brewing Company uh, Garrett uh, decided that it'd be a good idea to to see if we could do something by making a beer that would benefit. Uh, the folks directly, the, the folks in Maui that were impacted by the fires. So I don't know how many breweries he convinced to do it. Quite a few. I've heard there's a um, lot. And the beer is called Kokua, which means to to help out or, you know, to take care of. And uh, ours will be ready uh, the beginning part of next month. I think most of the brewers uh, have brewed them in the last few weeks. There were hops donated uh, for the project. So all of them will have similar hops and a similar malt bill, but they'll all be unique to the breweries they were made in. Yeah, Russian River has one. I just saw nice. them post post one. And then is that is that what you brought here? Is that one of them that's a fundraiser or, or No, no. We don't it's not ready yet. Ours yeah. is still just finished fermenting, okay. so it'll be ready hopefully the first week of October. All right, well, let's taste that coastal one cuz right. that's intriguing. Mm-hmm. You also and brought one that I'm looking at it's called Salted Caramel <gasps> Porter. You yeah. got the Salted Caramel Porter? I'm yeah. a little uh, I'm a little frightened, but it, I got to try it. it no. you, you might yeah, you should be frightened. That's one of my favorites. It's That's a Salted Caramel Porter. Yeah, it's What's the alcohol on that one? 9.5. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I like that number. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it'll get you where you're going to quick. And it's really it it sounds dangerous and it it is yeah. to some degree, but it's a nice beer and it's a uh, it's got all those those components in it: the salt, the caramel, the porter. Very chocolatey. It's a very dessert beer. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. If you like espresso or chocolate. I do. Then you'll probably like this beer. Okay. Well, we'll check that out in a moment. Val Allen is here from Anderson Valley Brewing. Melissa Lucci from Alexander Valley Hop Farm. And, of course, her Linda. Cheers. And in a few minutes, we're going to uh, talk about where Herlinda's going next. This woman goes everywhere, and none of us can figure it out. And everyone in the world yeah. knows Herlinda. Yeah. But nobody, and I've talked to so many people, so how does she do this? And they say, I don't know. I was going to ask you. Well, She you travels know, all over the world. She'll be in Pengrove next week. You know where else she's going? I'm going to a brew fest in Lithuania. And she called me up the other day and said, hey. Are you going to be there at that Lithuanian brew thing? Because I'm going. I'm like, what? I go, I go halfway around the world to some tiny country that you know most people never go to. And well, guess I posted what? about it because they asked me if I would get some more Californian breweries because I actually helped um, Lithuania with their first craft beer festival in Vilnius. Yeah, and um, we had Moonlight and Lagunitas before they got you know bought. And it was it was a blast. Have like, you been to Lithuania? Before? Yeah, I, was I can there barely say the in name. Exactly. Seventeen, and it was very cold. I was there December first, yeah. so be ready, Fal. Uh, it's be very different than Hawaii. Yeah, I, I looked at the weather. I, I I'm preparing. <laughs> Long johns. Yeah, but it's beautiful, and there'll be Christmas markets. So oh, that nice. is like the reward Fun. there. Yeah, Vilnius. Yeah, yeah. so. I, I was very surprised when they reached out and said, "Hey, we want to come to the Vilnius." No, you know. I told them about you. About, oh, you did. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, I was saying. I was like, "Yeah, no, no." All right. Richard is uh, from yeah. Lithuania, um, and I can teach you how to say "cheers" in Lithuanian. All right. It's Vikata. It is Thursday. That means the drive brew. Ha ha. Uh, brought to you by Russian River Brewing and the uh, Poppy Bank Epicenter and Victory House. In Santa Rosa, her Linda, of course, is here. Our guest today, Fal Allen from Anderson Valley Brewing, and Melissa Lucci from Alexander Valley Hop Farm, a commercial hop farm here in Sonoma County. And uh, they've been harvesting and getting all the hops ready. And Melissa, talk a little bit more about how you guys deal with all this, and, and the fact that now hop farming has become a, a, a thing again. As yes. it used to be many, many years ago. Now it's huge around it's our, in Northern California. So this year we actually did 16 breweries, which was the most we've ever done. So each year we're increasing at a crazy rate. Um, but basically come springtime, the phone starts ringing and people start doing their brew scheduling and thinking about what they want to make and the amounts that they're going to need. And we take orders and then uh, keep them updated. We usually have a bunch of tours. We try to get the brewers to come to the hop farm and bring uh, their staff and crew and come experience it and check in on how the crop is going. I, you know, when I was in, um, in Kent, in England, I, we did this um, hop shoot picking where you pick the hop shoots, until, I guess, to allow more sunlight in. Mm-hmm. And then we cooked with them right in the field. Yes, they're it delicious. Was incredible. And um, they're kind of green, taste, little tiny things. They taste like asparagus. And mm-hmm. one of the chefs, uh, there was all these chefs picking shoots with us. And then we did it with the shrimp and what they call bavette there, but it's hanger steak right in the middle of the hop yard so i would what, love to see oh, and then they took the shoots and sent them out to certain restaurants throughout london so what happens is the first shoots that come out in spring are actually hollow and those are the ones that you cut that you can cook with 
It's fascinating to me. It's uh, delicious. Again, uh, Fal Allen, our buddy from Henderson Valley Brewing Company, is with us. Uh, for more than 30 years, they've been handcrafting authentic ales and lagers and uh, very iconic in the world of uh, brewing, especially here in Northern California. Now, earlier, Fal, I saw this can that you had brought, <laughs> Anderson Valley Salted Caramel Porter. And I mentioned to you on the air that it, the name of that is a little frightening to me. You've poured me a little taste. Yes, I have. I like it. Ah, excellent. <laughs> I'm not frightened anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, if you like espresso and chocolate, then you'll probably like this beer. Mm. Uh, it's a porter that we lightly Damn, salt. that's good. And yeah. uh, then age it in a wild turkey bourbon barrel for <laughs> nine months. And uh, <laughs> thus the 9.5 ABV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I think it comes out very nicely. You know, the the porter when we first make it just didn't as exciting as it, it as it is when it comes out of the barrel. Uh, but it's a fun beer. It's fun it's to make. It's delicious. Yeah. And you mentioned earlier something about uh, uh, dessert. Yeah, it is a dessert yeah. beer, and it makes total sense to me. It goes well with dessert, and I think it would make a really nice. In fact, I know that it would make a really nice float. You know, mm. ice cream. You know, uh, vanilla ice cream. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yes. Mm-hmm. Might go down to the uh, food cellar, will you, and get drink <laughs> some ice cream up? <laughs> yeah, he will. It's no chocolate fantastic. martini tonight. We're going to have the, uh, the, yeah. the porter. Yeah, yeah, we'll do the porter. That works for Quite me. Right, uh, it is the drive brew. Ha ha. Okay, it's time to talk about uh, her Linda and where the hell she's going next. Where did you say Singapore? Yeah, first actually, I'm going to New York for a wedding and see my daughter in Brooklyn. Oh, that's right. Uh, like yeah. a fancy schmancy wedding. So actually, I do have a new dress and I have like even it's, more dresses. I said that's a gorgeous Thank you. dress. Thank you. I, I, uh, that is something I would wear. I, I don't even I don't like shopping, but my friend who loves shopping made me go shopping with her, and she knows how to bargain hunt, and she found that's beautiful. Yeah, thank you. I it's I feel like I'm floating in it. It's kind of gorgeous, kind of fun. I, I'm usually wearing beer t-shirts and things, so which of course you know it's my job. So, but I which I enjoy, but that's kind of it's kind of fun to dress up. All so right. I will be so in New, New York, York, and then and then Singapore. I turn, I come back, and then I turn around and I head to Singapore to judge the Asia Beer Cup. Um, my first time going to Singapore. It's only my second time going to Asia. The only uh, I co-hosted the first um, uh, beer awards, a beer association awards in Shanghai several years ago, and um, moderated the first olive oil summit in uh, China. Um, I think it must have been 2018. Was I, mm, yeah, I think it was 20. No, it was 2017. I think. Oh, anyway. But so I'm going to Singapore, and uh, it's going to be interesting. But Fal lived there for five years, so I'm actually like I want some tips from him. I know it's going to be hot and humid. Chewing gum is illegal there, oh, and spitting no. is illegal. Spitting is illegal. Chewing the gum, you can chew gum. You just can't bring it into the country, so it makes it awfully hard to chew it. Yeah, really. I'm yeah. taking anything fun out of my backpack. You by know? the way, <laughs> chewing gum uh, on this show is illegal, but you can spit. <laughs> yeah. You lived in Singapore for five years? Five years. And why? I, what was well, the deal? Someone said, hey, you want to open a brewery there? No And kidding. I said, no. But they talked me into it. <laughs> and it is actually more free than many other countries because mm-hmm. they have rules. So, for example, if my, my, my 85-year-old mother wanted to go you know, down the street to the park in the middle of the night, it'd, it'd be fine because I, I felt that she'd never be bothered or attacked by anybody. Yeah. It's very safe. Um, and it, 
although they do have a lot of rules, there are also a lot of things that you can do that you just can't do in other countries. Um, the food there is that's what I'm excited unbelievable. about. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. I can only imagine. That's yeah. what I'm excited about. So they're going to take us. So they're you know we're obviously we're judging beer, but they're also taking us to. Remember Bourdain went to Singapore and he went to all the, what they call the hawker. Uh, yeah, in fact, I just stalls. saw that episode. Did you? Uh, nice. Two weeks ago. I need to watch I've been, it again. Too. I've been watching Bourdain episodes recently. Yeah, I'm nice. obsessed. So I'm going to rewatch that. And so what Singapore is actually do, trying to do right now, which is a little bit different, so they're, they're light years ahead of us, like Shanghai was in okay. technology and stuff as well. But Singapore is even you know, more so from what I understand. And they are trying, if you watch the, the, the Blue Zones, the hundred, you know, lived 100 years with Dan Buehner, yeah. and I've been following him for yeah. several years, actually, and I've got his books and stuff. I've actually communicated with him, so maybe I can get him on the show. But Singapore is working on being the next blue zone where people are super healthy and live longer. You know, you know, they're so they're all about the health stuff, um, their food, health, and also doing health care for. So they have the rules, but part of these rules and these taxes, it's expensive. I've heard to live there. It's uh, expensive for rich people. Yeah, but poor people, uh, they have public housing. That makes it very affordable to buy housing there. There are very few homeless people. Uh, they've done a really good job taking care of the people. But if you are wealthy, it, it can be quite expensive. Now, I, I have to assume that the, the street food and the vendors, the vendor situation and everything, the markets and such, much, must be amazing. Very clean, very safe. Right. Uh, the food is fabulous. Uh, and you can find almost any kind of food in, from anywhere in the world. With with the strange exception of there's not really very good Mexican food. Yeah, there. maybe I'll bring some spices with me for yeah. my, my host because that's what I usually do. And you're both going to Lithuania. Lithuania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In, What's in, the story in on November? That? So I helped Lithuania uh, with their first craft beer festival um, back in. It's a VAF and it's in Vilnius, which is the capital, and it's absolutely gorgeous. It's freezing, but um, they did the first time I did it. They, they was in an old industrial like Soviet factory that Ooh. they turned into like three stories for this festival. I'm not sure where it's at this time, but of course it was gone for the pandemic and now they're bringing it back. So they asked me if I'd bring some um, California brewers or American brewers, period. And they do, they get pretty rowdy there. <laughs> <laughs> they can drink some serious vodka and stuff, but they're also very, uh, there's a lot of technology there. There's a lot of people who know how to you know do you know IT and all that there as well. They're very educated there um, and it they Vilnius is named the most beautiful Christmas trees in Christmas tree market in the world. And you'll be there in November, so you'll probably see some we of. We will see those as well. And, and Fal, you've been to Lithuania before? No, no. It's and you're going now representing uh, Alexander Valley. Yeah, I'm going up. I mean, I'm they, sorry, uh, Anderson. Anderson Valley. They they reached out and said, "Do you want to go?" I said, "Absolutely, why not?" Right? Yeah, sure. And oh, yeah. it's a part of the world I've never been to, and. Always excited to go somewhere new. Yeah, they're really fun. It is The Drive Brouhaha every Thursday with her Linda, brought to you by Russian River Brewing in Windsor and Santa Rosa and uh, the Poppy Bank Epicenter and Victory House in Santa Rosa. Uh, Alan, uh, sorry, Fal Allen from Anderson Valley Brewing is here. You said this uh, salted salted caramel porter was nine percent yeah nine and a half. <laughs> i think it i only took two sips but i think it i think it hit me 
it's, it's like a glass of wine if you're drinking a whole glass. Fal Allen, Anderson Valley Brewing, and Melissa Lucci from Alexander Valley Hop Farm. Thank you uh, all so much. And uh, when are you, uh, you going to be in next week or no? No. So Peter Lopez, uh, oh, good. Okay. founder of NorCal Beer Geeks, will be filling in for me when I'm here and when I'm in Singapore. So I'll call in from um, New York and Singapore. They're 15 hours ahead in Singapore. Yeah, good so, yeah. with that. It's actually easier than in Europe because usually I'm calling in like 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning like from my time, like in Portugal. But Singapore will actually be like 9 o'clock in the morning for 5 p.m. here. Yeah. So okay. I'll be hungover, maybe. <laughs> of course, but at 9 in the morning. I won't be drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids, thank you so much. Great thank to see you. you. Thank you. All right, good and to great see you. to meet you, uh, Melissa.